That's amazing. That's beautiful. So the audience, uh, we now have 500 people live. The audience has a series of questions for you. Can we take some questions from the audience, Gary? Of course, of course. So the first question is from Jason Halzer. Do you still believe in the hustle? Absolutely. Now, I think the word, when I used it in 2009 a lot, meant hard work. Mm -hmm. I think the word has been manipulated in society in the last you know, half decade to mean burnout, you know, and and so I've I've switched using it more in a world of like, you know, people. You know, when a word changes its meaning to a large group of people, you have to acknowledge that. So, I use the word work ethic a lot more. I will forever believe in work ethic. I, there's nothing accomplished without the execution, and I believe in work ethic. And I'm a I'm a I, not to the expense of someone's health or mental status, but I'm a very, very big advocate. I would argue that I believe in work ethic more today than I did a decade ago. So if you have to break it down, right? When you say work ethic, what does that look like for you? Like, you know, how you came up with that acronym GAP? Uh, uh, Just need some motivation to get you through, huh? That's why you're listening to this. This is Bash Ninjas Radio, you know? And when I listen to it, I like to write this thing called a Fujio, also known as a food journal. And you know where I got it? I got it from Amazon. So just because I'm telling you to, go get it too. You need to get your thoughts together. Otherwise, why else are you listening to somebody else? <laughs> Duh. Do it now. Food journals. So I don't have a preference of how they want to use it, even if it's just a check-in to, you know, I had one recently with an employee that's been with us for seven years and she's been crushing it. And we hadn't talked in maybe two and a half years. And it was just, it was, I think she just needed to feel for five minutes that I did have my hands in everything, AKA, I don't have my hands in anything, but I'm aware of quite a bit if not most things and her hearing that where I could speak to detail on things that she started talking about gave her confidence that she still works for an organization that has a CEO that has care and intent and isn't living in an ivory tower and isn't naked with no clothes and that is my agenda at all times. Because you as a person cannot scale infinitely, you have other managers. Of course. And I'm just thinking, how can you, can you talk about how you foster a relationship that engages both um, uh, employees and customers? Because I see this being outside of the company walls. You, you, this is the style your company has towards customers as well, seeing them as people. How do you foster that kind of leadership? By holding people accountable that have clout in doing the same. Clout means influence. Yes. Uh, Like it? You only gonna get that interaction if you stay the way you are. Because every, every piece of energy she's giving you, she's giving you that energy simply because she enjoys the feeling. She's in love with the feeling that she gets from being with you. Simply. There's no other way around it. If you're a man who believes, I'm going to tell you what pimps used to say back in the day. If you're a man who believes that a woman loves you, you should have never fell out your mom. She should have ended that before you had a chance to come out because you're an idiot. Women do not love you. They love the feeling they get from being with you. That is all. And you got and one more thing about that. You got cats out here, man, that who women don't even act like they love them. Like Women act like they hate them. Women treat them bad. Women dog them out. Women talk to them bad. Don't show them any respect. 
And just because the woman is willing to be intimate with them, they think that represents love. You'd be surprised, man, at how many men out here are totally confused about the way you should deal with women, man. There's only one way to deal with women, and that's from a masculine alpha perspective. If you're dealing with a woman in any other kind of way, man, then you're not going to reap the total benefit of getting the positive energy that a woman will put here to give you. They ain't going to give it to everybody. Every man out here don't deserve for a woman to send. It will get saturated. The attention will be matched by the amount of content. Ads will go into the ecosystem. You understand? How many times do you have to see this happen? Like, <laughs> right? Like, how many times do you need? Like, how do you think I dominated social? I lived it with search and with email. And then I'm like, okay, now I get it. I'm not making the same mistake. When I see it, <laughs> you know how many people here are struggling to get leads and win RFPs and get new business and literally the answer is LinkedIn right now. And now I've said it and still 74% of you next week won't do it. Which is how I got into insecurity and parenting and perspective. Right, because I couldn't logically understand how this is happening right now. And I know 74% of you are not gonna do it next week. I'm like, oh, right, they're scared of judgment. Oh, right, they don't want their uncle to say they're stupid or when some anonymous person says that they're ugly, that kills them, right? They didn't get the luxury of circumstance and parenting that I had. Many, thank you, many of you and our industry will have an 18th meeting with that person. I don't convince. I put shit on the record and then some people benefit and others figure it out later. Thank you. You're welcome. Hey, Gary. Uh, first of all, big fan. Thank, Thank you, you for being here. Thank you. Um, so just for context, yes. uh, my name is Marcel. I run a company that helps digital agencies run more profitably without wasting time on spreadsheets. So we're about to launch B2B SaaS, you know, about 3K ARR price point. If you're in my shoes, what's the strategy that you're doubling down on to start off with? giving it away for free to the most influential people and then leveraging the fact that they use it successfully. Okay. Well, I guess you're getting a free copy of our software. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Maribel, uh, and LinkedIn, bro. Yeah. LinkedIn. And maybe you make, I like when you ladder up a show, maybe a podcast around efficiency. Got it maybe a podcast called Hidden Costs. The capital for them to do that. What you do with a hedge fund is different if you invest in a hedge fund. So what are these guys doing? Well, the clue is in the name, hedge funds. They're usually hedged. They're hedging out risk. And they've usually got diverse, long, short portfolios. And really, a hedge fund is just simply a business structure. If you have a certain type of structure, you're a hedge fund. So it's just the way the business is structured. And there's two entities that you really need to focus on for the purposes of today. It's the management company and the offshore fund. So you have an onshore management company and an offshore fund. The management company, company typically charges 1% to 2% to manage the assets under management, the AUM. And an annual performance fee is charged 
on the fund, on the assets of the fund, when they make money. But something that most people don't realize is that performance fee doesn't automatically just go out of the fund and everyone gets paid a big bonus and everyone goes home. All over it whatsoever. Your entire financial future rests on the whims of a central bank. So if you're, if you're on a fixed mortgage for, say, three or four years, and you come off that fixed number and interest rates are higher, you're paying a higher mortgage. And you didn't choose to do that, someone else did. So you, you don't have any self-determination in that situation. So again, going right back to the beginning, the system's not perfect. You just need to know the advantages and disadvantages. So if you want to own property, we operate in a system where you are allowed to own property if you want to. But there's various ways you can do it. So you can buy for cash, you can take a mortgage, you can decide, actually, you know what, I don't want to participate. I just want to invest the capital and buy a REIT, let, let the landlord worry about it. There's many, many different ways of doing it. Doing it with a mortgage is the worst way. It's just the worst way. We've also not mentioned here the intangible benefits that you get from just having total freedom. Because it's also freedom of thought. That would have happened if those people were alive or not. Nobody, the world is abundant. Let there be no confusion. The world is abundant. Me and anybody else, we are not taking eyeballs away from you. There are plenty of eyeballs. That's right. just the truth. It's just true. You know, it's just true. The question you just asked is the same question I was asked two years ago, four years ago, six years ago, eight years ago. And there's many more people on now. And I'll be asked it again in 20 years. And it's still going to be the same answer. The world is abundant. You are going to get what you're going to get. Nobody's, you know, I've met a lot of people. They're like, oh, that influencer is taking my audience. I'm like, first of all, it's not your audience. The audience is the audience. Nobody owns anything. Number two, there are 7.7 billion people on earth. There's plenty of audience for you. And if you're bringing value and somebody else is bringing value in a similar genre, because no two people are the same, they're going to consume both. Actually, good job. Sarma, like they're gonna they're gonna consume both. That's great. Okay, so Kimberly asks, and Gary, I don't know how much time you have. I, I, I have my I have my internal team on a, a Zoom here now, so I want to sneak one quick one in right now. Last okay. one, I apologize. So the the final question here is on kindness. Kimberly says she's so appreciative that you preach the the the, the mantra of kindness. But Andrew Casey asks. How do you deal with people who try to take advantage of your kindness? Nobody can take advantage of kindness. People take advantage of people that allow them to take advantage. I know listening to all these people talk about all their success stories is probably, in some way, maybe weighing you down. You should try the motion potion. All natural, nootropic, made from mushrooms, cordyceps, lion's mane. So many different nootropics. Get your mind right. Motion potion. Buy it now on Amazon. That could possibly have your own mind. Don't be like Sip and Lie. Don't be like Johnny Cash. You know what I mean? Just because Freeze and Sinful dislike them individuals, don't start hating on them. You know what I mean? Like I say, if you pay attention to me, I don't do the internet drama normally like these guys do. And if I do get involved in some internet drama like I am right now, it's because they initiated it. 
I never start internet drama. I finish it like a motherfucker, though. <laughs> I never started, though. So don't be like them. You know what I mean? Don't start the internet drama. Don't, don't be petty. Especially if you're supposed to be a man. See, that's the thing about it. Men ain't petty. These motherfuckers is petty, though. Like bitches. You know what I mean? If you really a man and you operating off, off of manhood and you operating off of integrity, don't be petty. You know what I mean? Allow that to be your moral compass. You know what I mean? If you find yourself doing something petty, remember my voice in your head. Damn, Free said, um, don't be petty, man. I can't be petty. I got to stand on my manhood. You know, because I wasn't even going to address this shit. But the motherfucker had to put my name in his mouth. And it's also what I thought about Instagram and Facebook. Because MySpace was fucking killing it. So, I, I, that's what I would do. But I have a pretty unique, awesome skill. Enough salesmanship and enough ability to be right often enough in a short enough period of time to bet, benefit from that. That way I get paid, making haters yell, make day, automated, monetized, post all day, type of sort, tech, K, recon, me a plate, by the bay, roll the young plates with the graphite paint, gra gra graphite paint, with the, with the graphite paint, I got the roll the young plates with the graphite paint, got the graphite paint, got the graphite paint, hey, doing what you think. Live from the blade, live from your train station, live from your bus stop, live from your front porch, live from the Greyhound bus station, live from the corner, your corner store, wherever. It's Ninja Pimp Radio. Listening to people talk about nonsense and listening to people tell you some smart stuff too. It's a bunch of random all the time. Ninja Pimp Radio. Get up, get active, get outside. What has led you to this, um, do you think? Actually, it's not a, a yeah. view that everybody holds who are on top. Uh, the top. Running my own businesses as if they were my children themselves. On the flip side, one of the things that's a shortcoming, in my opinion, of Americans is they become very insular because America is such a big part of the world and they don't travel, they don't have context for a lot of other cultures or people. My circumstances have allowed me that and so that's amazing. Leads me to my answer. Sweden, which this is probably my seventh or eighth trip here because uh, I've done a lot of speaking here and some business here. Um, in a lot of ways, I believe Sweden is a preview to America in 50 to 75 years. I think the maturity of Europe as a whole, and then specifically in the Nordics, and then specifically to Sweden, my number one thing that interests me about Sweden is I kind of think it's, I guess I almost think sometimes that I'm looking at the place that my grandchildren are gonna live in if they decide to stay in America. And what I mean by that is it's obviously an older country for that point, but there's, a, there's an incredible thing that Sweden has that I admire, which is socially, it's so outrageously progressive in comparison to the macro world, however, it's not as foofy, foofy, or soft. That's where all the most successful traders in the world seem to come from. So let's find out how they make their money. Go online, type in Goldman Sachs 10K, and type in the year. You'll find it in the first two links. It's out every year, it's an annual report. between pages 95 and 105. You will always find this chart. And it tells you the amount of money 
that Goldman Sachs makes or loses per day, how many days they make and lose. So what have we got here? Intervals of $25 million, okay? On the right-hand side are days where they make money, the left-hand side, days when they lose money, and how much they make and how much they lose. So in the year 2015, Goldman Sachs made money on 212 days in the trading year and lost 38 days. And this is trading operations, pure trading. Nothing to do with M&A, commissions, or anything like this. So pretty skewed to the right-hand side. And you work ethic for you. Uh, it's like a, there, there's, we can all agree that there's a certain amount of liquid in this bucket, right? Uh-huh. To me, that's work ethic. Like, there is, like, everyone in here, and, you know, reading these incredible comments. Start the process of affording the ability to do voice in four years. Nice because their business will grow much more. Love it, thank you, sir. But, real quick, and I apologize. <laughs> I'm, coming, I'm coming back. But the, but the reason I say voice is I think voice is dangerously close, whereas if you come up to me and say, Gary, that's exactly, like if the next guy was like, Gary, that's exactly right, I'm gonna be doing blockchain advertising to guarantee you know, consumption, I'm like, that's further along than you think. Or I'm building a VR shop. Not one person you know goes home and goes and does VR. Which means we're far away. <laughs> My strength is timing, not just seeing it. Right? Like, I'm not talking about TikTok a whole bunch now because I just fucking discovered it. I was one of the first users of Musical.ly. I'm talking about it now because it's on the cusp of getting older and that's why I talked about Snapchat, even though I invested four years earlier. I wait to things hit a different level of scale that accompanies more consumers. Timing. And I build, the reason Vayner got so big was I invested in the things that I thought would be soon and I stayed alive with my salesmanship to get there. Thank you. Thanks. Hi, Gary. How are you? I'm great, man. How are you doing? Very good. What's your name? My name is Eric Yang. Um, Eric. I'm from Paris. Very nice. And I uh, actually built a online conference agency. And we actually operate in Los Angeles. And I've actually... Never did drugs in his life, but because he's facing his life since and he's stressing... That nigga start fucking with heroin, start shooting up heroin, start snorting meth, start snorting coke, all type of shit. You know what I mean? Shit was crazy. Gary says, what made you not do drugs? See, like I said before, what made me not fuck with the shit is because of what I seen growing up. And that was just my perspective on it. I had different people in my family that seen the same shit that I saw growing up, but they ended up being on drugs. But me, I seen how that shit fucked my family up, like I was talking about before, right? When I was little, before I lived in Long Beach, I lived in Pacoima, which Pacoima is in the San Fernando Valley in the north part of L.A., right? Magic, Wolfie Senpai, much appreciated. So, when I was young and I lived in Pacoima in the 80s, um, my uncles was big time dope dealers. I got nine uncles. My four youngest ones all sold dope. Kizzy Cash, appreciate you. My four youngest ones sold dope, right? People love to ideate or pontificate, uh, but they don't do. And and so for me, this is a game about doing. So yes, be that change, but be that change as somebody who does it within what they can control. You know, you knocking on the door of the CEO and demanding uh, X, Y, Z is very cute, but you're not sitting with all the context.
and so, uh, yeah. Um, because this is the engagement podcast, um, can you um, try and narrow down what on what is the number one driver of engagement in the workplace? The ability to listen. The number one driver of engagement is the macro and then the individual employees that make up the company's ability to actually listen. I, um, man, I, gosh, I, I really... So cultivating our ability to listen the as end. employees, um, as managers, is, is, a, is a very important focus going forward for you and your, your organization. It's the only thing I think about. If you think about the, just to create some uh, levels of clarity here for everybody, the. Is that, ladies, this is for y'all mostly. When you're in a relationship, there's certain things you must do. You must continue doing the same things that you did to get that man or woman to keep them. If you don't do that, you're, you're blowing a, a, a very good opportunity for happiness. I see a lot of brothers out here, a lot of sisters out here. They don't really know what they want. They, they didn't want one thing, but they really want another thing. And there's a lot of people that's a, that are users that try to get what they can get from a person. In order to make themselves feel better. You don't try to downplay another person to make yourself feel look better. That's not that's not a good thing. That's bad dope as we call it in the hood. If you love somebody, you love them unconditionally. Ain't no such thing as conditional love. Anybody say that's full of shit. The only conditions I got in my love is you can't be a child abuser. And you, anything else we can get by. You can't you can't abuse children. You can't play with children. You my woman. Anything else we can get by. We can get through it. Many, thank you. Many of you. And our industry will have an 18th meeting with that person. I don't convince. I put shit on the record. And then some people benefit. And others figure it out later. Thank you. You're welcome. Hey Gary, uh, first of all, big fan. Thank, Thank you. you for being here. Thank you. Um, so just for context, yes. uh, my name is Marcel. I run a company that helps digital agencies run more profitably without wasting time on spreadsheets. So we're about to launch B2B SaaS, you know, about 3K ARR price point. If you're in my shoes, what's the strategy that you're doubling down on to start off with? giving it away for free to the most influential people and then leveraging the fact that they use it successfully. Okay. Well, I guess you're getting a free copy of our software. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. Maribel? Uh, and LinkedIn, bro. Yeah. LinkedIn. And maybe you make... I like when you ladder up a show, maybe a podcast around efficiency. Got it. Maybe a podcast called Hidden Costs. Of course. That's good. It should be merit-based. But doesn't that set the bar so high for the rest of us? No. No, it, it just means that what you're going to get is what you're going to get. Okay, okay, I see you over there with that scaly skin looking like Reptile and Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. You need to fix that. Alright, you need to get it together. You need to moisturize. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing wrong with doing that. You know? So, one of the places you need to go is CocoBrulee.com. Get it, rub it in your skin, look better, feel better, be better. And for goodness sake, man, 
Wash your face. I mean, come on, man. Get up and do it right now. CocoBrulee.com. Rub it in your skin. I know listening to all these people talk about all their success stories is probably, in some way, maybe weighing you down. You should try the Motion Potion. All natural, nootropic, made from mushrooms, cordyceps, lion's mane. So many different nootropics. Get your mind right. Motion Potion. Buy it now. On Amazon. Elves, thus having to ask deeper questions than just financial success. I, uh, I'll just add one more thing. I know you want to move on because I'm getting a little long-winded here, but I'm excited because I love this subject matter. When every entrepreneur who's listening right now knows one thing that I know, that your business is your second child, is your third child, is your fourth child. I have no idea how many children everyone has. That's the answer, because I'm treating my business like a parent. Or your spouse. <laughs> yeah, but, but even more like a parent, and I'll tell you why. With a spouse or a partner, that's a, a lateral relationship, whereas a child or a business, you're in charge of it. You're grooming it. You know, it's almost like your garden, right? Those tomatoes are going to come out. That's you with, with the macro. I can't control mother nature, just like I can't control the world, but I can maximize my tomatoes this year if I do good behavior, and that's how I think about my businesses. Mm. Um, what are the weak sides of your leadership? In t- I do not like negativity. And so in my early years, since I started running companies right from the beginning, my historic vulnerability that I continue to work on and is far Damn, nigga, did something call up your shirt and die? What the fuck is that smell? Nigga, you need a shower. Ninja Pimp Radio. Hear conversations from USA Urban Culture. A little bit of everything, all the time. Ninja Pimp Radio. If the property is worth a million, so if you want to be smart about this, go and do a spreadsheet and work out all of your break-evens and opportunity cost of capital and time and freedom. That, like scribbling your notes in some unorganized way doesn't do anything but confuse the situation more. Grab a food journal. All the diagrams are already laid out. It's so simple. Just use it. The food journal. Get it on Amazon. The food journal. F O O O Journal. The food journal. Get it. Get your mind right. Get your thoughts together. Got on stage at that audience in, in Sharjah. You were able to adapt your message, adapt your style to an Arab audience so effortlessly. Thank you for saying that. And at the same time, I've seen you speak in Vegas, and it's a completely different Gary Vee. Um, this was at Tony Robbins' Business Freedom Mastery Summit way, way back. Um, we've shared the stage several times, but we've, we've only met once at a pizza joint in Summit Series many years ago aboard a ship. But uh, just want to express my gratitude for I having you a guest here. Thank you for having uh, me. Been watching you for 10 years and amazed at how you've grown. Now, because of how, in, 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 like, when you speak, Gary, you just go on a roll. So I do not want to interrupt you in unnecessary questions. I want to give you a space to share your message to our audience today. The people who are watching are mostly 60% leaders, managers, entrepreneurs, and they are all here as part of the Mind Valley community because they love personal growth. And these 300 people showed up live because they love you. 
That's very sweet. I'm so excited to be here. Let's rock and roll. So with everything happening in the world right now, what would be your advice to entrepreneurs? Care about, please look yourself in the mirror and realize you're the one that has the ability to make the change that you ideologically believe in. What do you mean it's your fault? I, that's what I mean. I Why it exists to solve the need of the double coincidence of wants, you respect it more. And people don't get this. So <clears throat> look up uh, the double coincidence of wants and look up the alternatives. So the 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 uh, the, the barter economy. You know that's the alternative. And you know we're, we're led to believe a lot of the time that wanting money is a bad thing. And people blur the lines between wanting to do better for yourself and your family and that type of greed and the greed of harming or abusing uh, other people and money is the medium through that. So, so one, in my mind, is a positive greed in that you want to do better for yourself and you want to do better for your family. In my mind, there's nothing wrong with that. The other type of greed... Ninja Pimp Radio Ninja Pimp Radio Ninja Pimp Radio Ninja Pimp Radio So let's summarize it first. Hedge fund managers use their own money to trade. They reinvest and they're invested in their own fund. You know, instead of listening to this, what you should be doing is writing some stuff down, getting your thoughts together. You're listening to somebody else's ideas right now, buddy. Go to Amazon and type in Food Journals. F Triple O Journal. The Food Journal. Stop playing. Stop wasting time. Grab the Food Journal. F O O O Journal at Amazon. The last time you looked in the mirror, were you disappointed? I bet you were, because you haven't been doing anything. You're listening to me tell you right now, and you know it's the truth. You need to get up and get active. Go to Amazon and get this thing called the Motion Potion. Wake up. Get it together. You don't want to look flabby forever, do you? Get the Motion Potion. Get up. Get active. Get the Motion Potion. On Amazon. So going back to the mortgages, this pretty much debunks the whole idea that, you know, it's really easy to just pop down to the bank, prove your income or do, or do a self-certified mortgage, get a buy to let, and just rent it out to some random. You are now long that mortgage. You don't own the property. The mortgage is a liability. The renter is a liability. You're working for the bank, not for yourself. And you're going to have to work on that property for 30 years. That does, you know, these numbers don't even assume that you've got all your costs and that you actually have to work. You're not going to be sitting on a beach just collecting rental income. Have we got any landlords here? I'm sure we have. When was the last time you didn't work on a property for a year? You're always on the phone. You're always talking shit to lawyers and accountants and real estate agents. And you're always working. 
you never stop. It's not passive income. That's a lie. Passive is when you sit on your ass, do nothing, and money just comes to you. It's not passive income. If you want genuine passive income in real estate, has anybody ever invested in real estate investment trusts? And it's really fun to have you, Maribel, because we had a lot of these conversations. Maribel has incredible passion for her heritage and her community, like many do. I would always say to her, I'm like, we're not building a division. This is, this is America. So I think it's a huge opportunity. And when you start digging and looking at the metrics, quant and qual, I also think Spanglish is an incredible place where some of the content is half Spanish, half English. Like, they're incredible opportunities. I'm so fucking pissed I grew up, I was born in Russia. If I could have been born in a Spanish-speaking country, I'd be fucking dominating. Totalmente de acuerdo. See, I don't know what the fuck you said. <laughs> Hi, how are you? Love your content. By the way, a, another one for the people that really are in my content, you know how much I love showing my uh, report card. <laughs> you know, I got real D's and F's in languages. I failed German one two times in a row on this great literally freshman and sophomore year and in New Jersey at the time you had to pass two years and says it to me and it wasn't a fun thing to deal with couple things one that's creating a world where there isn't fear it's a barometer of how safe the person is thank you but but I have goosebumps and I'll tell you why I have goosebumps and this is <clears throat> very exciting for me to say in Sweden and in the Nordics and in Europe and in the world. There was also a 1% to 5% energy behind the text of a little bit of fear. Or, let me say it a different world because I don't actually think it was fear but I'm trying to make a point here. There was accountability. There, he, because it's the truth, knows that I might have texted him off chain and fired him. And that I could do that. And that, yeah, and oh, by the way, because the laws don't require me to give him six months. I mean, this is important. Because, because you're emphasizing the difference between the US and them. And I'll tell you why. Because I think Europe is so close and it's just a couple tweaks. I don't think the US has it right. I don't think Europe has a right. And by the way, this is my personal way that I want to run my world. I'm not saying I'm right. I'm 13, 24 months. I, from the tippy top, all the way down to the London office on the micromedia team, demanded as a dictator to move her from media to project management on two things. One she was not having a good relationship with her managers and it was neither of their faults after I investigated personally and two, through the series of her communicating with me, I thought that she had tremendous organizational skills and I saw her yesterday and she was so happy. I'm a CEO who happens to also have tens of millions of followers on social media, does public speaking, I'm here for things like this, I'm stretched incredibly thin, and yet I was able to execute against that. And this is not me saying it for everybody who's listening to think I'm good or whatever. It speaks to intent. Either, let me save everybody a lot of time on this incredible mission that this podcast is on. Either, a company is about its people or a company is about money. Any company that is publicly traded or has a board that has control over the CEO, she or he has to pander. To 
You know, you know, I think it is going into, you know, it was funny when I just answered your question, I realized if I organize, this is literally how I create content. This crew will probably see a video tonight at seven. So that's monthly payments of $1,968, okay, for 30 years. So over the full life of the mortgage, they're not paying 500,000 for the property. They're paying 708,000. But let's make an assumption. You know, the Western world assumption is that property just goes up forever. So let's put that assumption in and say, okay, after 30 years, the property is going to be worth a million. Have you done what have you done well in that situation? Do you think you've done well in that situation? So you've paid over the 30 years, 708,000 properties worth a million. So you make a net 291 grand over 30 years. But you gave up your freedom in the process the whole time. So you obviously made money, that's undeniable, but you gave up your freedom in the process, okay? You were rewarded for giving up your freedom. He didn't in 1930, 40, 50, 60 say, oh, we're so devastated for all the farmers, the farmers found different jobs. If we are now saying, as a society of 7.7 .7 billion, hey, we're gonna subsidize a portion of this transition, you're starting to already create that level of entitlement and lack of accountability. I hear this all the time. Gary, what are we gonna do about all the drivers? Driving trucks and cars in the US is one of the biggest, if not, right. I go, if you're a driver in the world right now, for the last 36 months, the amount of coverage that we've had that driving's gonna be obsolete. If you're a 27-year-old truck driver right now, and you aren't planning on what you're gonna do about autonomous cars, we have to ask ourselves, where do we hold people accountable for their actions to adjust to the realities of the world? And not that I have the right answer because my answer earlier was employee, employee 50-50, and maybe what Sweden or Europe is doing is actually right. Maybe there does need to be some small version of subsidies, but we need to be very thoughtful that we don't put human beings in a level of entitlement, because as soon as that happens, we get into a world of non-action, and that becomes a very difficult place. Ninja Pimp Radio, Ninja Pimp Radio, Ninja Pimp Radio, Ninja Pimp Radio. Are you keeping it real? Radio. Are you staying solid? What the fuck does that even mean? Listen to Ninja Pimp Radio now. Everyone thinks they have all the answers, but do they? Do you? Listen to Ninja Pimp Radio now. Live from the blade. Live from your train station. Live from your bus stops. Live from your front porch. Live from the Greyhound bus station. Live from the corner, your corner store. Wherever. It's Ninja Pimp Radio. Listening to people talk about nonsense and listening to people tell you some smart stuff too. It's a bunch of random all the time. Ninja Pimp Radio. Get up, get active, get outside. Month allowance from your parents, but, but you've trained them to not be capable. That's what I did at Vayner and it was a painful year on our culture and it's been a big, big, uh, teaching moment for me like if you're down low getting paid off these links they think they're just buying something but they don't know you're getting paid off it too that kind of takes away the trust you know what i mean of the people and all of that um 
So, yeah, you're supposed to put a little thing like hashtag paid ad or something like that or, you know what I mean, ad commission or some shit like that they were saying. And I just thought that was interesting because I think that's what people are looking for in certain oh, so, circumstances. So, like, like if we're when you see those advertisers on um, on Instagram and stuff, it's like, hey, I just drank some tea, but, you know... You, you you put paid ad to let people know yeah I got paid to say this don't necessarily mean I drank this shit and now I this is how I look like nah right I, or 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 no I, I, see, I, well this is more well I see no your your situation yeah. is different but it's like the same yeah I know what you're saying it's, yeah it's like, like you're just letting love. people know like yeah I'm not really just drinking this because I like it this mm-hmm. is a paid ad like and you should right. let people know that like right I mean now if they decide to fuck with it. It's not like you tricked them into think into it. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, when we talk about transparency, it's kind of stuff like that. Like, like now you ain't got to know how much money I'm making off of um, Amazon affiliates. You see what I'm saying? Text, empathy. Like, I subscribe to all of them. I know you know that, too. I do that because there's not enough thank yous that I can give you for the value you've given me. I'm trying to guilt every fucking person on earth into Great job. Thank you. Thanks, Gary. Hey, Gary. Uh, My name's Trevor. Unlike the gentleman before you, I am pretty nervous, so I got a stress ball. Give it back, but... (laughs) The reason why I wanted to come up here to say thank you, um, I found your content a couple years ago from the uh, Monday morning rant video that you run all the time. Yes. And the 400 trillion to one kind of really got me because right when that video came out, I lost my mother to like a two-year multi-battle with cancer. I'm sorry to hear that. I realized there's no reason to do shit you hate. None. So I wanted... And by the way, 25 to 50% of this room hates what they're doing right now. That's that was me. That was honestly me, and you really changed my life. So what I did was I got into. I'm like, I'm a ninja with SEO. I'm gonna go like give my services away for free because there's no way for me to kind of like go into a business, be like, yeah, like I've done nothing, but I'm gonna make you money. So I, I like reverse engineered that because of what you said, and I ended up doing.